you know, people will worry, oh, I didn't charge enough for this. Well, that's great. That's your problem, not your clients still over deliver. When your job's done, say, have I earned five stars? If not, what do I need to do to give, get a five-star review? Don't give them a choice for anything less. The internet has made it easier than ever to start a business. Succeeding on the internet, now that's another story. The big question is, what are those who are succeeding doing differently? This podcast has the answers. Hi, my name is Lisanne Murphy. I've spent the last three years running a successful advertising agency. I noticed with certain clients, I ran into the same problem over and over again. Their offering was just not grabbing the prospect's heart and wrestling them into purchasing submission. Why? Many of these business owners were so far down the road in their journey and so in love with their product, they forgot who they were serving, missing some essential steps along the way. So I'm pivoting focus. Join me as I go behind the scenes with the most brilliant entrepreneur minds to demystify the nitty gritty marketing hacks needed to be successful before spending thousands on advertising that ultimately separate the internet legends from the dreamers. On the previous episode, you heard from Ella van Zutphen. This passionate entrepreneur breathes productivity and how to increase it in the workplace. Make sure to tune in to understand how you can be more productive too. But while I've got you, this episode has my good friend Jason Wright. Jason is an incredible entrepreneur. He helps clients with funnels and click funnels, emails with active campaign, and with Facebook ads. I mean, the guy does it all. He's definitely one to over deliver to all of his clients. So make sure to check this episode coming up right now. Welcome to the Marketing Matrix podcast. So excited to be here today. I'm your host, Lisanne Murphy. I am here with the awesome Jason Wright. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Jason. No problem. Thanks for having me here. I appreciate it. Of course. I just want to take a minute to introduce this powerhouse entrepreneur. I've been in his Facebook group for the last little while and it has just been, this guy like drops value bombs right and left for his people. So I'm so excited to have him on the show and and bring you guys so much value. So he is the founder and CEO of Intentionally Inspirational, which he's going to tell us all about. Uh, He's also a podcast host of the Intentionally Inspirational Marketing Talk consultant and he is an active campaign certified consultant and and he's top rated on Upwork. So this guy, he's in the internet world. He knows the systems. He knows what's going on and he is very learned um, and he's ready to drop some great value. So excited. So again, Jason, thank you so much for being on the show today. No problem. Appreciate that uh, big fancy intro to fun stuff. So um, I would love for those that aren't familiar with, with what you do, Jason, to just yeah. take us back a little bit. Like, how did you get to where you are today with having this vibrant Facebook group, this business that you work with, an active podcast? Tell us, tell us a little bit about your story. All right. So I got started on this journey about four years ago and one month. And I was actually working for a guy that um, very successful. You know, he's made three or four hundred million bucks back then. And he's just not a great human being. And the thing that bothered me about that, I was like, you don't have to be the smartest person or the nicest person, or you can do a lot of things wrong and be successful, which bothered me. So I was like, why am I not doing something I want to do? Like, I didn't have aspirations to do anything. Like, I was like, I don't need to make 400 million bucks, but I want to, I want control of my time, darn it. I don't want to commute two hours a day. So I told my wife said, Hey, I'm going to quit my job 
and I'm going to start selling these neighborhood magazines and uh, we're going to replace my income. It'll be great. I'll control my time. And she wasn't really sold on the idea, but I just would not stop talking about it. So I think she knew what was coming. So I said, Hey, we've got six months of savings. So we've got six months to go from zero to 80,000 boxes. What I made back then, it'll be fine. No problem. So I quit my job, went and bought a new infinity the next day, which is really stupid. And about two and a half months later, I was broke. I had no money. I hated what I was trying to do. I was like, I don't want to do this. And everybody in my life was furious with me. My mom, my kids, my wife, her family, neighbors tell me what they think. You know, it was just, uh, it was humiliating. Um, I didn't have a plan. I, I was like, I have no idea what I want to do, but I don't want to work for anybody. So I tried to, um, I tried to start making money online, but I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I'd made a little money in the past writing for people on actually Craigslist of all things. So I started intentionally inspirational. I was like, I don't know what this is going to mean. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I know that name's going to change my life. So I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to write motivational content and encourage other people to quit their jobs too, more or less. So I did that for a little bit and I was like, there's, there's no money in this, but I'm going to keep doing it. So I got to figure this out. So I hit my low. I was making about 90 bucks a week part-time at FedEx trying to get benefits, um, had to beg a family member to buy us groceries and help us pay bills. I said, because if you don't, I'm going to keep going. We're just going to lose everything. Like I'm not going to stop. And she's like, why are you doing this? I said, because I believe in myself. I just don't have it all figured out. So I went back to corporate America for about a year and a half, um, started figure out marketing a little bit to get my message out there to entrepreneurs. And then at some point somebody said, Hey, can you help me? do that thing. I don't even remember what it was. And then I kind of had this realization that marketing was something that a lot of people struggled with. And I was like, as I learn to do things for myself, I bet I can find other people that need help. So Upwork was actually the site that I discovered and allowed me to get on the job training. And then from there, I uh, kind of evolved and niched down into sales funnels and, uh, and where I'm at now. So that's kind of the, the long version, but yeah, quit corporate America twice to, to get to where I'm at now. Oh, I love it. And it, I, I really identify with that story because I've done the same thing. <laughs> um, so I really, really appreciate that. So um, I love how you, you said something. You said, I believe in myself, so I'm not going to stop. I just yeah. don't have it figured out yet. Yep. I don't recommend this, but I actually told my wife. I said, even if you and the kids leave, I'm still not going to stop. And that doesn't mean I don't love my wife and kids, but I was like, I'm willing to die trying this because I'm that passionate and I believe in myself that much. Like, that's crazy. But sometimes you almost have to be crazy to, to get where you want to go. I love that. Yeah. So when, when you had this aha moment that marketing was something that people struggle with, but is, I mean, like lead gen is the lifeblood of any business. Yeah. Like, have things just evolved for you in terms of like how your company has, has progressed yeah. or like, did you already, did you always have this, like, this is what I'm shooting for mm -hmm. and this is where I'm going. No, it's just been a, a game of pivots, pivoting all the time. So um, I remember a girl worked with me and I'm also this backwards guy that had a team before I made any money for myself. So I used to pay my team weekly with a credit card, which is also a horrible idea, but I was like, I'm going to need them because when this stuff blows up, I'm going to need help. And it's all worked out fine now, but it's another, thing I wouldn't suggest, but um, a girl on my team at the time said, Hey, you've, you've got to hear about this guy, Russell Brunson. I'm going to send you this book. And she sent me dot com secrets. And I'm like, I don't want to read a book. 
She's like, just read the book. And I'm like, I don't want to read the book. And she was like, you need to read the book. If you do nothing else, we do this. And I was like, this is really weird, but okay. So I immediately became just infatuated with it. I'm like, who is this guy? What are these little stick figure pictures? What is this guy talking about? And it's funny because I had heard of ClickFunnels before from John Lee Dumas and EO Fire, but I was like, I don't know what it is. Is it a, a state of mind? Is it a program? What is it? And people still ask that question now, as I'm sure you've heard. So I had heard of it and I started playing around with it for myself. And I started, I think I built my first like lead gen funnel or uh, list building funnel. And I was like, okay, I kind of see how this works. And I got just obsessed with the software. All right. So I became really good at the software. And I started noticing on Upwork, people are like, can somebody build me a funnel and click funnels? Can somebody make mine work? Mine doesn't work. And I was like, kind of have a knack for it. Let me try. And I just, I was very passionate about it. I was willing to use Google if I didn't know how. And then I just started um, nerding out and learning everything from an architecture standpoint. So I was an architect before I was a strategist and it worked out beautifully. I was actually in a snowstorm one night. So I, I worked about an hour and a half north of where I live now. And I was working at CarMax and uh, I was coming home one night. It was in January. This was probably two or three years ago. It was a terrible month. I think I had 300 bucks on the month, which is not good. That doesn't cover gas or food or anything else. And I was in my car stopped on the interstate and I closed a deal to build a funnel for somebody. I think it was like a thousand bucks. I was like, this is three times as much money as I'm making in my full-time job, which I'm commuting to. And, I, and that was the first time I thought, I wonder if I could do this every month. I wonder if there's enough people out there that know about this where I could build a funnel a month for somebody. Because at this point, that could change our life. And I started talking to my wife about it. And two months later, she's like, quit your job. And I was like, what do you mean? She's not an entrepreneur. She's like, quit your job and try to do that thing full time. And I was like, is this something wrong? Like, is there something I need to know about? Because this is not something that you say. She's like, I think you might be on something. Just give it a shot. Go for it full time and see what happens. And we did. And... It just, uh, it took off pretty strong. You know, you have bumps and stuff, but it's been, uh, it's been good and we've niched down now. It's pretty much active campaign and click funnels only. And that's all, that's all we need. We don't need to do anything else. So it's, it's really evolved beautifully. So th this is fascinating to me. So, I mean, how did you go? So, I mean, because there are hundreds, if not thousands of uh, freelancers on Upwork and freelancer.com yep. and stuff like that. So like, what was it that took you from just being a freelancer to like actually building a community in your Facebook yeah. group, getting content out there with the podcast? I mean, that's, that's not normal for a freelancer. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because people talk about the podcast, but the blog, you know, we crank out two or three blogs a week and have for years as well. So there's another monster there, but I, uh, I always wanted like, I knew with Intentionally Inspirational, it was going to be something larger than me. I said, I want to impact other entrepreneurs. I want to encourage people like yourself, like newcomers, like people that make millions of dollars to keep going. But I also know that mindset, marketing, motivation is really going to get jammed up. So I need to find other people that are passionate about doing something bigger than themselves as well. So I knew early on, I need to build a team. I need to build an empire. I always had that thought to there. And the Facebook group was more of a recent thing where I was like, I wonder if there's other people out there that want to learn to do what I do. So I always say like, if somebody wants to make another 500 or thousand bucks a month, building funnels the way that I do, it's a great way to do it. It's not a one platform game. It's a multi-platform game. And you start the conversation where your client wants to start it. As soon as you start using lingo, people don't understand they're lost. So it's, uh, 
it's worked out really well. Um, building an audience has always been important to me because I feel like the bigger stage I have, the more of an impact I can make. And what kind of impact are you seeking to make? Um, legacy. So I want to be remembered as a um, very influential brand, a brand that told entrepreneurs you can do it and a brand that provided resources to help people do it. And um, yeah, just encouragement, just let people know that the American dream is live and live and well. And at the intersection of passion and opportunity, beautiful things can happen. Mm. I love are we that. having fun yet? Oh, we are having fun. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like picturing like eight memes already. The like little snippets that, that you've said. Yep. I love it. Okay. So you have, uh, would you, would you call yourself like a funnel agency or, or do you, would do you call yourself something else? It's interesting because, you know, people will say all the time, like there's so many people in Upwork. How is it viable for you? I didn't answer this question for you. So what I realized very quickly with Upwork, because I worked at Angie's List in the past, and Angie's List was one of the first home service companies to say, hey, it's all about the reviews. And I, I was at the front of that revolution as it swept across home service companies and advertising, and I saw the power of the review. So as soon as I started getting some reviews on Upwork in marketing, I said, I even told my wife, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get five-star review after five-star review after five-star review, and once I get that machine big enough, it will change our life. I said, I don't know what the number is, but we'll find out. And I literally do zero for lead gen. It's all inbound. And a big piece of that's still that Upwork profile. People find it on Google. People find it. They check me on LinkedIn. It's interesting because they bounce around. But the work I put in for about two straight years building that profile has changed my life and will continue to do so until I die or give up. It's just going to keep growing and growing. It's so powerful. You know, people will worry, oh, I didn't charge enough for this. Well, that's great. That's your problem, not your clients. Still over-deliver. When your job's done, say, have I earned five stars? If not, what do I need to do to give, get a five-star review? Don't give them a choice for anything less. And does it happen sometimes? Yeah. But if you can stay, you know, 90% or above top rated there, beautiful things can happen. I promise you. Mm. So where, do, where does this, like, I just, the longer we talk, I get this, like, this deep sense of belief yeah. that you have in your, in your ability and in your ability to over-deliver for clients. Like, yep. where did that come from? Like, where, what is that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know where it comes from, to be honest with you, but um, I've always been really comfortable with people. So in the corporate world, I was in HR, I was in sales, and I was in safety. And the thing that those all have in common is the people, all right? I've always been a great read of people. I've always been good at speaking in a language that all people can understand. I do the same thing in my business. Can I figure out where you are and then figure out where you want to go? Yeah. Can I use language that you jive with? Yeah. Am I also an amazing architect in the programs I use? Yes. So the magic happens in there somewhere. And someday I probably won't do client work. Someday I'll probably just teach other people how to do it, you know, but I'll always have an agency under this brand that focuses in those couple platforms. So, but in my mind, I will accomplish every goal I want to do or die trying. Like nobody and nothing's going to stop me. And it's not like it feels good to say, it's like my absolute belief. Who's going to, I mean, like, who's going to stop me? You know? I love that. Yeah. And, and my guess is the only thing that could is yourself, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's kind of funny this summer, it was uh, late August, I was sitting right here and um, I was eating a power bowl from Taco Bell 
and a dark chocolate bar, which isn't a combination I'd suggest, but it seemed like a good idea at the time. And I went to get up and I was like, oh man, my stomach's really bothering me, but not in a way that I've ever felt. So my bedroom's down the hall that way. I got about halfway there and uh, I was doubled over in pain. I was like, man, talking to my wife said, Carmen, something's wrong. I'm not feeling good. I'm going to bed, which is not something I do. Well, long story short, my appendix blew up in my sleep. I got horribly sick and almost missed the whole month of September. And then as soon as we got back or I got back at the end of September, we left for a cruise for 10 days. So I was like thinking on the cruise, like, boy, this is nice, but will I even have a business to come back to? Like I haven't been around for a while, which is pretty scary and everything's fine. I could tell you comfortably business has never been better. So in my mind, I'm like, that didn't stop me. Not only the sickness, but being gone for like five weeks, you know, without really any, any planning to it. So what else is going to happen? Like what else is going to, is make going to make that worse. So completely unstoppable. I love it. I love yeah. it. So that, that confidence is so inspiring. Um, and I love, I, 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 I'm of the firm belief that the majority of problems that we have in business yep. aren't a capacity issue. It's a belief issue. Yeah. So, but with that said, like, as you've been on this journey and like you said, you've had to quit corporate twice and yeah. you life happens and you have these health issues. Like, what, what it, has there been like a particular struggle that you, that you try to tackle over and over again, that, that, um, you have to overcome to keep going. They change. So I was just talking to a guy in the group, ironically, right before we jumped on here through messenger, which I do a lot. And, uh, the first 18 months I had intentionally inspirational. I was focused on things that didn't matter. I would work a lot of hours. I was always busy. I worked on Thanksgiving, on Christmas, on weekends, on birthdays. And I didn't really have a whole lot to show for it. Like, hey, check out my website. The font and colors look nice. And then, like, I started listening to Donald Miller from StoryBrand. And I started listening to a couple other people. And I just kept thinking, I was like, but none of this equals sales. Like, what, am, what do I need to focus on? How can I simplify this process so that it equals revenue? Because I got bills to pay. I got a wife like, this thing isn't working out for you. You need to go back and get a real job. And I'm like, no. I'm not going. So it's like, I got to figure this thing out, but the shiny object syndrome and the not focus on things that actually make you money was my biggest struggle for 18 months to two years. Um, then probably some of its belief, can I build something scalable and you know, that, that's going to be, is the same demand going to be here in a year? That was the next thing I, you know, how long is this going to last? And ironically, the first maybe six months of this year or a six month period, Upwork as a lead source became awful for me. It just stopped working and they've done a bunch of stuff and it's started working again here lately, which is crazy. Cause it's like, okay, I got used to you being gone. Now you're back. Oh boy, we can put another scoop of gravy on the, on the, on the meal here, you know? So, um, so I'd say the challenges are always there, but they change. They, they have for me so far, mm -hmm. but belief, not, not something, not something I struggle with. Not something that Jason Wright struggles with. No, not really. So how do you get clarity on the problem that's in front of you to be able to overcome that obstacle? Yeah, good question. Um, I guess I look at where I am, and this is interesting because sometimes you don't even realize where you are without looking where you've come from. That perspective is absolutely necessary. A few months, or well, a few weeks ago, I was like, I don't feel like this is that good of a year, okay? So I compared it to last year, 
And I remember what my goals were. I was like, oh, this is going to be my best year ever and much, much better than last year. And I didn't even know. So now I feel better about it, you know? So a lot of times that perspective is necessary. But when I look at where I am and where I want to go, I just have to have a very simple conversation. What's in my way? Is it not enough people? Do I not have processes in place? Am I standing in my way? Am I wasting my time on stuff that it's not making me money? Like, I just have to identify that problem and just become obsessed with it and eliminate that problem. Mm. I love that. That's a really, really powerful, powerful insight. Yep. So um, what I, I would love for you to go into, um, like the, since, since this is a, a marketing podcast and I want to mm-hmm. make sure that we have these actionable nuggets that, that we're delivering to people. Like if you were, if you were to sit like one-on-one with one of the listeners of the podcast what would you say is a marketing strategy or tactic that's going to make a huge difference for them? In yeah, their business? And it's, it, it's absolutely foundational, but uh, regardless of people's experience, so many people don't do it. You know, for one, who are you targeting? Let's talk about that. Cause if you don't know that nothing else really matters, who are you targeting and what do you have in place right now? Mm-hmm. And you know, there's a lot of uh, different technologies out there. There's chat bots, there's obviously social media, Email is still the king. Email is still the foundation for all marketing automation. And if you know who you're targeting and you have some kind of a list building plan and you have some sort of an ongoing plan to engage that list, you're doing better than 90% of businesses out there. I've talked to plenty of millionaires who do those things. Well, they know who they're targeting. They don't do any of the email stuff correct at all and they're missing so much opportunity. So I'd very simply say, you know, tell me about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Who are we targeting? And then what is your basic plan to grow that list and engage them? I would start there because beyond that, nothing else matters. You know, I had a guy today say, I want to build a funnel. And we started talking about that thing. And I was like, we're not there yet. Trust me. Let's, let's do this first. And then you'll thank me when we go there. So, mm. yep. I love that. So um, when, when, can you speak more into like what, like you said, you, once you identify who you want to speak to, then you need to have a list building plan. Yep. Um, but like, how do you, how do you really offer value to, to people once they, once they get on a list? Like me personally, or what are people's options to offer value? Um, I would love to know what you're doing in your business, but even if you have like, you know, like these are specific tools that you could do to, to give value to people. Yeah. So just from a general standpoint, um, you know, if you're a service-based business, that's, I'll speak on that because that's, that's what I'm that's most familiar to me. You have a lot of ways to give value. So you could get value. You know, a lot of people do like the free resource, like here's your PDF, here's your ebook, here's that type of thing. Um, I really like the engagement stuff like here's a, a short video series. Um, let me check out your stuff and give you free feedback, things like that. So a lot of people build beautiful assets. I like to use video. I like to use um, actual experience that way. So it just gives, just gives people so much more because sometimes people will get a, a resource, but they won't make the time to look at it, but people will watch a video. People will listen to audio and people will definitely engage to you or with you on a quick zoom call. So there's a lot of different ways to do it. And some people may hear that and say, oh, I'm not going to put in the time for, for that, but well, it depends on how big of a ticket you're selling on the back end. Maybe it's definitely worth your time. So uh, I would just encourage you to think outside of the box. There's a lot of, a lot of different ways out there to give people value and everybody has value to give. It's something that a lot of people say, well, I haven't done enough. I don't have anything to give. Yes, you do. Your perspective's unique, your experience unique and your story's unique. So. Mm. I love that. And yeah, I was, 
I, I was talking to uh, someone earlier today and they said that they look at any time they struggle and they say, okay, how did I overcome that struggle? Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to offer value to someone because I'm probably not the only person struggling Absolutely. with this. Yep. And so too often we want to like hide what we're struggling with, but we got to get it out there and offer a similar solution to what we use to get out of the situation. Yeah, so. And that made me think of something else. So sometimes I'll say, what would have helped me in this journey two years ago? So I'll create products or services or value for a older version of myself, if that makes sense. Mm, that is such a, such a great insight. I love that. Yep. I love that. So building a list, a huge important for, um, for a foundation for, for marketing. Do you have any other, other tips of like other foundational things that yep. need to be in place for marketing automation? Um, I won't say for marketing automation, but for marketing, I would say a Facebook group. I've become a big fan because like an email list, Facebook group gives you an opportunity to be somewhat in control as much as Zuckerberg likes you, but it allows you to engage with your, your audience. It allows you to take that conversation into Messenger like you and I did recently and, mm-hmm. and get something a little bit more personal out of it. So between Facebook groups and the email list, uh, you'll find people in both. You'll find people in some. Um, those are some great, 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 uh, things to focus on in my opinion, because they offer that extra level of engagement. I think that's what it's all about. You know, is there a lot of people out there that do what I do and you do? Yeah. But they connect with the people that they're drawn to. You know what I mean? So how do you, how do you balance that, that, um, dichotomy where like you, you've got to be people oriented and service oriented, but like you also want to make money as well. I think sometimes people struggle with like, well, I'm just trying to give value and I'm just trying to serve people and like money comes later. Like how do you do both at the same time? Yeah, it's, it's a struggle. So for a long time, I think I, it's funny you mentioned that. I think I focused too much on giving value away and I hadn't established enough of a business model. So remember at the end of the day, you got to make money to be in business and stay in business. And maybe you have that 20 grand in the bank now or five grand in the bank. You think it's a cushion, but you're going to blink and it's going to be gone. So what are you doing to maintain that flow is number one. And then as you have more of that stuff figured out, then it allows you to give more away for free, but you still, if you're giving stuff away for free, I'd recommend at least drawing out a plan of, okay, what does that next step potentially look like? Where could these people become a customer? You know, there's different terms. There's value ladders, there's funnel, there's, there's all kinds of things you can call it, but um, you got to kind of know what's the end game. What, where can somebody go if they want to? That's a great, great insight. I love that. So um, you, you mentioned in our communication that you had a 30 days of funnel building tips and training videos that you wanted to offer to listeners, which I just think is a crazy, crazy <laughs> generous offer. So I wanted to give you a minute to talk about, uh, talk about what that is and, yep. and the value that it can give, give to listeners. Yep. So it is at funnelbuildingforprofit.com. And what I did initially is I created a video a day for 30 days in my group. And my thought was, if other people want to be funnel builders like me, this will help them. But what I found is there's just DIY business owners that want to learn how to do bits and pieces as well. So what I did is I I gave away five and a half hours of content. And it took me like 45 or 50 days because I got sick in that period somewhere. But I've archived it all into a membership site. And it's all free and you can go through it in any order that you want to, but it is a great resource for click funnels, active campaign, Facebook ads, Google analytics, and Zapier. And you can do it at your own pace. So you don't have to get overwhelmed. 
And if you have questions about anything, just reach out to me. It's, it's, you know, when people say, Oh, you, there's no money to be made online. You can't do it. I'm like, I'm going to give you a tool. You probably won't use it, but if you want to, you can go from knowing nothing to building a business with this information. Cause I did it. You can do it too. So I love. That. I, would, I would strongly suggest checking it out because it's going to have value for you. So that's awesome. Yeah. So I'll post that link in the notes to the episode for people to, to pick that up easily. Um, but I'll just, I'll just say that, uh, in, in my interactions with Jason, like he is, he is a value man, like he wants to serve. And so I'm sure that, um, that, that course is, is just jam packed and I'm, I'm going to go check it out as well. Like when you mentioned like the things that you're going through, yeah. like I was working in my active campaign last night and I was like, I had a question about tags and I was like, uh, who do I need to reach out to to talk about this? And like, yeah. I, I will right nerd here. out with you on active campaign anytime. So I love it. I love yeah. it. So, um, and why don't you tell a little bit about what your Facebook group is? Like what are the types of conversations that you have in there? Who, who are you wanting to be in that group to have conversations with you? Yeah. So, um, that group is also called funnel building for profit. It's free. And you know, like I said, I, I thought I would attract funnel builders, but we've got people from all walks of life. We've all, you know, obviously got entrepreneurs in there and small business owners, but if you're looking for a positive community uh, of people that are actually doing what they're talking about, like me, I'm not a theory guy. I speak on based on what I've done and failed with and based on what I've done and succeeded with. So if that's important to you, check it out. Um, you know, we share funny, funny stuff in there. We share wins, we share losses, we build each other up. When people start trying to put spam in there, I get them out of there. I just try to keep it clean and keep it focused on what we do, but you will find a lot of motivational stuff in there. I go live all the time just because I like to, I like the camera and the mic. Um, so you'll find value. And I, I'm very big on, if you have questions, just reach out to me or anybody else in the group. And it's, uh, we're almost at 300 members now. It's, it's worked out pretty well and just had it a few months. So, so That's far fantastic. so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you definitely, I'll, I'll just attest you have, you have a voice for radio, Jason. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's nicer than saying I have a face for radio. I don't think that's a compliment. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. that's funny. Um, so I, I always love to end with this question. Um, we've talked a lot about like the, the outside things that you're doing with your clients and the community that you're building and the success that you've had and that you've had the best year ever, which congratulations, by the way, that's yeah, super thanks. exciting. Yep. Uh, what if it's some of the behind the scenes transformations that have occurred for you on this journey? Yeah, um, I think one of the big ones is behind me where I'm kind of looking now, if you're watching, I've got a whiteboard on the floor. Not sure why it's not up on the wall anymore. I used to know why, but it's been there so long, I don't remember why. But what I try to do each day is I just try to make three to five bullet points that I'm going to cross off the list no matter what that day. So I've taken my journey and I've broken it down just day by day. I keep it simple. And if I miss my goals for the day, so what? But the good thing about the simple bullet points is you get frequent wins and it allows you to build momentum and momentum is the animal that will drive your business to new places. So I've just uh, really simplified my process. I've made myself um, more difficult to get a hold of, which sounds weird, but instead of, instead of saying, yeah, I'll give you a recurring meeting, Mr. Client, everybody books on a calendar based on the availability that I set everybody, current clients, new clients, and it gives me balance. It gives me control over my time. It actually makes people willing to pay more money to work with me, which is also awesome. So those are some of the simple tweaks that I've made that have uh, allowed us to, to do what we're doing. And we're going to keep going down that road because it's good for everybody. So I love that. Those are, yeah. those are powerful, powerful and actionable as well. I Anybody can do it. 
For sure. And, and I find myself often when I do my daily planning, I write out a list of a million things and then, you know, and I do a ton during the day, but if I don't get through it, then I find myself beating myself up at the end of the day. You don't so, want that. You want wins. I love that. I yeah. love that. And it probably helps with, with the incredible mindset and the belief that you have, right? You know that you're winning every single day. And yeah. that's so important. You know, it's funny when I think back, I never really dwell on the losses. Losses are cool because losses tell you you're doing something, right? If you never lose, you're playing it too safe. You're not doing anything, you know? So um, losses are cool. But like when I think back over 2019, I think about a couple of the wins, think about beating that sickness and move it on. And I don't think about the, the losses ever. That's just me, maybe. But you just, you feel the momentum and the wins. So why worry about the rest? Mm, that's powerful. I love it. Well, Mr. Jason Wright, exactly. <laughs> you have been a powerhouse laying it down. Seriously, you really are intentionally inspirational. That's been clear as you've been, as you've been laying down value and just sharing a bit about your story and, and, and how you're winning, but also the struggles that you've had as well. So thank you so, so, so much for being on the show with us today. No problem. I appreciate you having me. Thank you for tuning into the Marketing Matrix podcast. On the next episode, we hear from Doug Bouton. Doug is an incredible entrepreneur who is dedicated to helping the beginners get their start in the online marketing world by leveraging trusted products through affiliate-based marketing. He is an absolute genius and one of the most genuine people I know personally. So make sure to check out this next episode. And while I've got you, wanted to remind you about the Marketing Matrix Toolbox. This resource has tons of free marketing tools to make your marketing journey easier. We add new content to it each and every single week. So check it out and register for instant access at toolbox.themarketingmatrixpodcast.com. And if you want to join the conversation surrounding marketing, check out my free Facebook ads for coaches, course creators, and lifestyle brands Facebook group. This is an awesome community of people trying to master the ads game to scale their business all while saving time. You can join this group for free at www.facebook.com slash groups slash FB ad ninjas. All right, guys, that's it for now. See you next time on The Marketing Matrix.